Welcome to Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. One day, a Geordie and a Canadian walk into a bar and decide to start a podcast about relationships and what a topic that is. No subjects are off limits. Get in touch today with us at geordielass.com or email info at geordielass.com and let us know what you think and what we should talk about. I'd like to introduce you to my co-host, Sarah, a Geordie. That's a nickname for people from the Tyneside area in northeast of England, and it means she has a funny accent. We hope you can understand her, especially when she gets excited. She now lives in Jersey, a small island in between England and France. Sarah is a trained coach and works with individuals and couples on their relationships and emotional well-being. She has two teenagers, challenging in itself, and then add into the mix a partner, a blended family, and an ex-husband. Makes for an interesting life and means she hasn't quite got her shit together, but she's trying very, very, very hard. Speaking of another hot mess I know, I'd like you to meet my co-host Anna. She's a Canadian who now charms the good people of New York City with ease in the boots and a passion for healthcare for all. Anna is a family physician and a coach who works with people to create wellness in relationships, intimacy and health. In her free time, she's either paddleboarding on the Hudson River or hanging out with her husband, dog and cats. Anna has hit many glorious low points in a relationship over the years and fumbles the ball on a daily. Each of her mistakes is a learning moment that she brings to this podcast and another gold star for that patient husband of hers. So now that you know a bit about our lovely co-hosts, we want to welcome you to the Geordie Lassen Doc Sass podcast. You're very welcome. We are very excited to be launching this week. Anna, how are you feeling? I'm good and we've talked about seatbelts before, but I think you really have to strap in and buckle up because we're going to take you on a ride and the ride starts now. Oh, sounds very exciting. We um, wanted to put together a little bit of a montage. We've been recording for two months now. We've taken this podcast launch very seriously, I want you to know. Not seriously enough to not have a few laughs along the way, though. <laughs> There's just a lot of laughs. Oh, there was, yeah. <laughs> so we put together a little bit of a montage and we want to share that with you so you can get a bit of flavour of what's to come from our podcast. Yeah, so I like to talk in terms that I don't understand fully, which is we are in beta phase right now. I like throwing around Silicon Valley terms. What is our launch date? Our launch date is Thursday. Thursday. Does that mean we go into alpha phase? I don't know. I don't know what language you're talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the tone of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, generally Anna says things and I <laughs> and I just get a little bit confused. <laughs> I know. There's a little bit of taking the piss. Yeah, let's just stick with the fact that we're launching on Thursday. Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it simple. Yeah. But we've been practicing. It's been a really long runway. It has, it has. So we've got lots of um, little snippets for you to give you a bit of a flavour. We thought we'd produce the best of ahead of going live, just in case it's complete flop. And (laughs) at least we've got something that shows you we did know what we're doing at one point. Yeah, (laughs) like the Rolling Stones. We just brought out our best of 25 years early. Yeah. So we're going to introduce a couple of little snippets and Anna and I are going to have a little chit chat about it. And if you decide it's something that you like, you can carry on and like, subscribe and share our podcast. We'll be delighted to have you on board. I don't think there's any possibility of not liking it. I will say that this pairs well with a nice bubbly. Oh, talking my language. A nice Prosecco. Yeah. You're going to see a lot of alcohol references in our podcast. And so we'd like to just get you started early. It's five o'clock somewhere. Certainly five o'clock my side of the water. 
It is actually your five o'clock your side. It's only 12.30 my side. I think I can go with your time zone. You could make an exception. It's a celebration. We're launching. Get out the bubbly. Okay, let's get started. My other half asked me the other day, he said, is it a bit weird that you've got friends like Anna that you've never met? Just for the <laughs> listeners, Anna lives in um, lives in New York. She is Canadian. I'm a Geordie, hence the title, <laughs> who lives in Jersey and not New Jersey in America. Not the original, Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah, the original Jersey. And so we haven't actually ever met. But I said, no, I don't think it is weird, actually. I feel like we have got a really good friendship. And especially during this podcast where we share we share stories that maybe we haven't shared with some of our friends that we've met in real life. It's true. <laughs> so yeah, just goes to show you, you can build relationships in lots of different ways. So that was the story of us. Yeah, kind of feels like, I mean, it must be longer than two months because we've recorded about nine or 10 podcasts. Yeah. So maybe it's been three months, but it just feels like a genuinely comfortable friendship. Yeah, I completely agree. And I really look forward to coming on on a Monday morning in my case. It really kind of starts my week. Well, actually, it's not morning. It's morning your time. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, Sarah. You're not actually awake when we record our podcast. <laughs> Probably not. I think there's just something nice about starting the week with, you know, a familiar friend that you can have a bit of a chat with, talk about your weekend and your week, and you just know you've got that constant in your life. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. And Sarah, it's funny because you'll always ask me, so how does that relate to you and your life and your man? And, and I get to sort of covertly get out all my aggressions from all our disagreements that we've had over the weekend. So <laughs> our Monday morning is that little patch up where I get to feel hopeful about relationship. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of hope in whether it is about staying together and repairing the things that you've got or whether it's about amicably separating and it being more of a comfortable, freeing experience. Either way, there's hope and nothing to be feared. Beautiful. Well, I suppose they're a bit like children, aren't they, where you do get quite attached to them. <laughs> yeah. And there's no custody arrangement for an animal. Yeah, although I have, I do know of people that have got custody arrangements for their dogs oh, no after divorce. Well, you can actually go to the courts. Oh, oh no, not to the courts. <laughs> oh, okay. Listeners, I have to tell you, Anna's, Anna's face was so serious there. <laughs> Really, you can get a petition. (laughs) I'm not sure if Anna was actually personally considering divorce at that point when she realised she could go to the divorce courts over the dog. (laughs) God, if there's something that will legally protect my right to take my dog, I'm out. That's it. I'm done. (laughs) But now that that you've thrown me back into uncertainty, I guess I just have to stick it out. (laughs) Yes. Sorry, you're going to have to stick with it. That podcast was actually recorded on Anna's third wedding anniversary. (laughs) So it's slightly ironic that we're talking about whether Anna can get divorced or not. And and the whole deciding factor is whether she can legally stake a claim to the dog and have visitation rights. And I had this vision of me sitting in court and saying, Your Honor, and like my dog is there in Exhibit B and there's a lawyer. And for a second, I thought, oh, this is a thing. And Sarah's like, oh, for God's sakes, who have I selected to be my (laughs) podcast partner? This is ridiculous. It was your face, which is a shame sometimes that this isn't on video, although mostly I'm quite glad of that. But but your face was so, so serious. And I could see the thought process going through your mind. What, that's a thing? (laughs) No, it's not a thing. 
<laughs> Actually, can you go to court to for a custody battle for your friends? I'm pretty sure that's not a thing. <laughs> All right. Pelvic floor strength. Oh, the pelvic floor supports that yeah. gives you all sorts of good functioning well you, do you know what as soon as you said the word pelvic floor there i instantly started to squeeze my <laughs> kegels <laughs> i was there like oh yeah i remember what i'm supposed to be doing good for you good for you <laughs> I am so just absolutely tickled by that snippet because I always love to talk about pelvic floor and genital functioning and you're right along with me. You just pulled a Kegel out of the uh, out of thin air and I just... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's when somebody, as soon as somebody mentions a pelvic floor, that's it. You instantly transport it back to the midwife telling you that you need to do this otherwise you're going to somehow explode or your life's <laughs> never going to be the same again or you're going to be <laughs> peeing yourself around Waitrose. <laughs> Or Target for America. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. But that's sort of what we do in our podcast is we talk about deeply personal stuff and we bring out personal examples. Yes, we do. We share a lot. Maybe (laughs) oversharing. I'm sure more will come out as the months roll by. We can always promise a good time. Yeah. And I'm just still squeezing my pelvic floor right now. Absolutely. I challenge any surgeon to tell me otherwise, but that's where the evidence is showing. So when you, if you're doing your Kegels on a reflex, I couldn't be happier. You're officially hired as my patient. (laughs) (laughs) I've got now a good image though of you going head to head with a surgeon. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) A bit like some sort of celebrity fight club or something. Oh, (laughs) and it would get dirty. So... (laughs) This is often something that happens during the podcast. Anna says something and I get an image in my mind that I can't remove (laughs) and I have to share it with you listeners. (laughs) And that one came a strong image that did of Anna just going head to head with a surgeon. Well, I mean, really, admittedly, a lot of violent tendencies that this podcast actually helps to diffuse. But there's a lot of anger when people try to mess with my patients. It comes to fisticuffs. (laughs) I don't think Anna means that literally that it comes to fisticuffs. We just have to pop that out there before she gets struck off as a doctor. Thankfully, Sarah calls it out and we we deal with it in a therapeutic setting on our podcast. So I don't go out and beat up a few surgeons. (laughs) That may lead me to lose my license. Yeah, I'm always here to save you from yourself, Anna. Celebrity (laughs) deathmatch. We challenge you to ask the really tough questions early on because what's the worst that can happen? You see the backside of an asshole. That's great. <laughs> I've now got I've now got the image of somebody leaving a one night stand without his pants on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's the best kind. Thanks for popping that one in my head. <laughs> yeah, I see these little butt cheeks walking out the door. Yeah. <laughs> Good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's got to be one of the funniest moments in the podcast so far. <laughs> So I've sprained my left side from paddleboarding, and I'm going to talk about paddleboarding a lot, but um, I've sprained my left side and I'm in a lot of pain. And I, in anticipation of our intro session recording today, I had to pop two ibuprofen because I couldn't get through. (laughs) Every single time I listen to this, I'm just losing myself. That is so hilarious. I think it gets funnier and funnier. Oh my gosh, Sarah, I'm just so thankful for your humor and inputs. (laughs) I tell you, it's all down to you. You you create the images. <laughs> you know, if you've been kept apart for all those days, I think it was something like 100 days or something, you'd want to be celebrating that fact. 
That's beautiful. And listeners, I'm just triumphant that I had some relationship news this week. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, absolutely. And I felt actually quite bad because I was like, Sarah, did you read anything? And you were like, why are you putting me on this spot? <laughs> Yeah, and remember you said last week is you do everything full out. There's no 50%. Exactly. See, and I'm demonstrating that today. So there's this trend of me putting Sarah on the spot for bringing hard-hitting updates from around the world that relate to relationships. So I'm always going to put her on the spot in our podcast and say, what did you read this week? And I'm not sure why I became the international correspondent on (laughs) relationship news. I'm pretty sure I never signed up for that when we talked about roles and responsibilities for this podcast. But of course, I'm not going to be beaten now. So I'm like, yes, I'm bringing relationship news. Because yeah, you play full out. There is no messing around with Sarah. Well, sometimes you've just got to be serious. Now, coming from (laughs) the most humorous Geordie Lass that I know, that's saying a lot. Yeah, can I just say I'm the only Geordie Lass you know? It is true. (laughs) At the end of the day, I just elected you our international correspondent on relationship news around the globe. Now I really feel like I've got to take this even more seriously now that I've got a title as well. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That sounds like a topic of a future podcast, to actually keep the date nights going even if you're living together. That is a good topic. How do we actually build in a date night by looking at some of the limiting beliefs and some of the internal blocks and moving past those? I should start with myself. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you going to start with then, Anna? We should go to that Cuban restaurant and have like that lobster tail that we keep seeing. There you go, you see? That is an actionable item that I can do for next week. Yeah, we shall look forward to that update and the installment of how your rare day night's gone. Thank you. That was a great part of coaching. (laughs) And I'm sure that your husband will thank us all for that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's like, where's my freaking lobster tail? (laughs) So the obvious question is, Anna, has your husband had his lobster tail yet? (laughs) Oh, that freaking lobster tail. I'm going to be real honest in the full spirit of disclosure because there's no lies on this podcast. We just speak the truth. We haven't actually because we wandered over to the restaurant, but we had our dog with us. And our dog is not like the chihuahua that is usually found in the neighborhood. So they declined us. They declined to seat us. So we said, so we just went to another restaurant. So the lobster tail shifted to really salty fried calamari. And it was great. Good. We did end up having that date night. The venue changed. So we had that flexibility to say, look, it may not be what we thought it was going to be, the lobster tail. It ended up being another type of seafood, but it was beautiful. Because you used to make a special effort before in our relationship, but now you're not doing it. And and therefore, I feel like you've fallen out of love with me. Yeah. And it's understandable you're going to feel that way because things have changed. When people first get together, there is this just rose tinted glasses. Everything's amazing. They're amazing. Our life's amazing. This is never going to change. And then... (laughs) Things change, right? Like, oh, yes. Because we're human beings and the veneer and the mask slips away and we revert, revert back to who we were before we were trying to impress the other person and kind of true colours come out. And that's the point where we need communication more than ever. But I will say that we like to talk about communication a lot. We do indeed. Mm-hmm. We do. I think the other thing that we do talk about a lot as well is that we do change over time and things are different and you go through a cycle in your relationship and if you're in a cycle that's not so great right now there is possibility to change that with a bit of communication and hard work. Yeah and I think we do talk about how Hollywood films always end at the beginning 
And we on our podcast will take us from that off into the sunset and we'll take you down the reality road, which is that's when shit starts to get tough. If you're tinkering around with over-the-counter, get to the provider. We love helping you out with urinary tract infections. Well, I have to say, all of this is making my nether regions feel very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I need to pee. <laughs> oh, my days. <laughs> we need to move on. I feel slightly traumatized right now. <laughs> it's bringing back far too many painful memories. It's true. Literally. I just subject you to all this, like, hardcore medical stuff. And then I just go rambling on about, you know, really uncomfortable medical conditions. And you just patiently listen for a while. And then you're like... Okay, this is it. I'm tapping out. <laughs> Completely. So I'm sorry. It was just complete flashbacks to uncomfortable, <laughs> painful situations that I quite frankly don't need to reminisce about. But you played. Thank you for playing. That was actually a podcast where I actually had to edit out a lot of my rambling because I just went off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Anna, you don't go off on a tangent, do you? Oh my gosh, you're <laughs> so smiling. That's hilarious. I do have a saucy question. What happens if I don't get fizzy knickers? <laughs> okay, so listen, as the Canadian in the room, I need to ask, can you give us a definition for those across the pond? So for me, fizzy knickers is where you're super attracted to somebody and you just get that feeling down below that everything just starts to get a little bit fizzy and excitable down there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was so great. You know, that last part of it, your description of fizzy knickers, I said, Sarah, I think that you've missed your calling. I think you should be running a sex show. <laughs> or is that what we're doing? <laughs> your voice was so sultry. That was the best definition of fizzy knickers I could have ever gotten. Oh, I'm sure there are a million other definitions out there. But let's see if anybody's got any more, feel free to uh, send them in. Yeah, no, I think that should be put in Miriam Webster. I think that that one sticks. Yeah, and I've now earned the nickname Fizzy Knickers from my friends who have listened to our um, podcast. <laughs> hey, Fizzy Knickers, are you coming over tonight? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. So we are across the pond from each other, and we have the benefit of being able to have cross-cultural exchange and teach each other things. And hopefully we're going to offer up some definitions for our listeners, and so folks can learn from our different accents. Mine is a Canadian accent, and our Geordie Lass from the northeast of England. That's me. So I was always considered a weird, quirky kid. And so therefore, I kind of tried to dumb that down. But as I've grown up, I thought, wait, that's my secret sauce. And just for the record, Anna, we love your quirkiness. I asked Sarah offline, is Sarah, am I too quirky and weird? And she's like, you go, girl. <laughs> I said, we love it. That's the best part of it. And this is a podcast relationship that is deeply affirmative and accepts yeah. me for who I am. Most definitely. Something that really comes to mind when I listen back to that is, you know, when we get older and, and we're, we're expected to know everything, we're expected to be a certain way or a certain thing. What I love so much about that clip, Anna, is it's really celebrating the fact that actually we're all so unique and different and we need to celebrate that, celebrate who we are, not try and cover up, hold back, be a certain way, conform a certain way. And that's what I love so much about that clip. Yeah, I remember just feeling a real acceptance because I am quite used to feeling like the real odd person in the room. And it was a nice thing to realize, like, Sarah, this is an incredible podcast partnership. Yeah. To feel accepted is the most magical feeling. 
I think when you feel accepted, it gives you more freedom and a bit more license to just be who you are and just be free from those shackles and ideas that you've got to behave in a certain way or be a certain way. We'll certainly be encouraging you to step out of that view. I love those I statements. Mm. I'm kind of putting myself in the position of yeah. of a partner and I'm not feeling attacked right now. In fact, yeah. I, I feel like I want to jump in and help, yeah. even though I'm part of the yeah. problem. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay because I haven't said you're part of the problem. You did not. You did not. Yeah. I don't feel judged or painted yeah. into a corner. Yeah. I don't feel like taking a grenade out of, of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you literally have images of you and I just walking around with several grenades, <laughs> just ready oh, to lock and load at any lock time. Lock and load. Absolutely. Well, I'm sitting here in America, so really that is, it's kind of like the, <laughs> but, and that is how we walk around. Yeah. All of us in relationship. Yeah. Just, just ready at any time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this was so great. This is our big artillery podcast. I think this was quite early on as well, where where we really decided we needed to bring some funny and and some entertainment. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And we certainly brought it. Oh, completely. And that was what I was really, I was really appreciating that you, that you help us out with these I statements, that you really help us to find ways of communicating with our partner that are not triggering of defensiveness, that actually are inclusive, not exclusive. But we very quickly moved to imagery. Uh, Sarah's got a very, is it fair to say you've got a very visual mind? Very visual mind. Yeah. Visual and literal. And so you add the two together and this is what you get. Yeah. So just going back to what Anna was saying there about the I statements is that's a bit of a um, way to just avoid setting off a massive argument. So often when we want to challenge something with our partners, we say, you always do this, you never do that, you, and of course, we always catastrophize it as well. And we'll talk about statements like, it's always like this. Mm. You are never like that, which clearly isn't possible, okay? (laughs) (laughs) But we use those because we want to amplify the seriousness of it. And we want to really get across our point that they have completely pissed us off. And that's why we're using those statements. Unfortunately, all that's going to be met with is some aggression on the other side where we go into retaliation and hence the hand grenades come out. Yeah. And we will talk in superlatives. We'll talk about hand grenades because let's be honest, sometimes it actually feels like war in our relationships. You're taking one side, I'm across on the other side and we're firing shit at each other. And we wonder, well, why can't we communicate effectively? Why do all of our discussions always descend and evolve into this shit? I think we also wonder, why is our relationship not working? (laughs) We totally wonder. I mean, if we take a step back and start to think about it in those ways that we've just got two people doing battle, it's never going to work because you're fighting against each other. You're not working together. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll talk a lot about I statements. Yeah, creating some harmony. I think our podcast will will shed new light on this. I don't think that's not going to be an angle you have heard before. We hope to open up some perspective. Yeah. Always funny and always with visual, literal references. And sometimes, quite frankly, off the wall. <laughs> Very off the wall. Butt cheeks and hand grenades. <laughs> Butt cheeks and all. <laughs> well, I think that um, wraps it up nicely for our little intro and hopefully gives you a bit of a flavour of what's to come. We hope to have you on board for a very long time. Please like, share, subscribe and basically tell everybody else you know to do the same. Get in touch and share your questions for relationship remedies and any hot topics you want us to cover. 
email info at geordielass.com. 